Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell and Chaz Reed. What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell from Edward Atwell Films here with my co-host Chaz Reed. What's happening, Chaz? What's going on, everybody? Man, so, uh, you know, just a little information for the audience. We are super booked up next week, uh, so we went ahead and pre-recorded this. Um, So instead of recapping our weeks, we are going to, you know, explain on what's coming up. Um, So for me, uh, I've got a wedding this weekend. I've got two weddings in a row, uh, one this weekend, one next weekend, um, and the weekend after that as well. Um, But this one I've got coming up is photography only, uh, which I don't do many of. Uh, if the if the price is right and I get the request, you know, I'll entertain it for, mm-hmm. you know, a few dates a year. Um, so I've got a I've got a little bit of different responsibility this week uh, right. as far as, you know, getting that together and making sure I've got uh, all the couple's information as far as groups, group photos, um, you know, the shots they need, the family they need, uh, you know, getting names and all that stuff that I don't have to worry about for video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got that popping. Um, I've got a bunch of editing to do. Well, a bunch for me anyway. I've got uh, I've got one highlight I'm working on. I'm about to finish with. Then I've got some photos I've got to edit from a, a photography wedding I did a couple, well, I guess about a month ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got another highlight video after that, and then two more highlight videos. One yeah. from one one from last week and one from this past weekend. Um, and then these photos I'm about to do, I'm actually going to send off to get edited because I don't have time for it right now. Um, nice. And I, I don't want to get, like, backlogged, you know? Mm, the um, backlog monster's a beast. Woo! Don't get that thing on your shoulder because it's hard to get off. Once <laughs> yes, you get in sir. that backlog, it's like, it's you ever played those games like Temple Run, like where you're running from something on your phone? Mm-hmm. And, like, you just, you like, you run over, like, the sticky stuff and it, like, slows you down and you can just see it. And it's there. Yeah. And it's, well, it's about to get you. <laughs> <laughs> or um or Tetris when you when you ain't hit the button fast uh, enough no. or you hit it one too many times and that joker just mess up and it's yep. like piling up on you. Oh, it's and you don't have time to figure out like <laughs> how am I gonna deal with it? And you just you on stage twenty five and them jokers just falling straight in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's over. It's over Dude. for you. Yeah, that's so true, man. Um, so I've got you know a good bit of editing to do, um, as well as the wedding. So we went ahead and pre-recorded. What you got coming up, man? Man, um, Friday I'm shooting a commercial for a daycare. That should there be pretty go. fun. Um, I'm gonna pack light for that one because I don't want the kids. They're already gonna be staring at me in a very awkward manner and probably disrespectful little little crumb snatchers. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna make the fun out of it, the best fun out of it. Um, Saturday I'm second shooting for my homeboy. Um, a while back we started like bartering. Not, I think it's what you would call it. Yeah. To where. Um, I take a shoot for him. He's taking shoes for me. There's no money exchanged. It's just, you know. Just the exchange of services. You. Yeah, exactly. B for B. Um, you know, that's so a that's good idea. Um, it's dope, man. I love it. Especially for, you know, I just this just hit me. For people starting out, if you're not booking a wedding that, you know, you can really afford to pay people out of, yeah. trade your services. You know, on the weekends yeah. you're free and the weekends they're free. You know, yeah. find somebody you trust who you can be like, hey, you know, I'll shoot for you, you shoot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's a way to you know keep the full amount to put back in your business, and it but, can uh, increase your production value too. Yeah, that's yep. that's good stuff. I'm glad you said that, man. What else you got coming up? I didn't mean to interrupt, dude. Um, I got a wedding on Sunday. 
Um, so you've got, a, you've got a three peat this weekend. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I don't That's I hate when weekend. I book them. I book them, but I hate when I book them. I don't know why. But, I did that uh, earlier this year, man. I think it was oh, in March. God. I think uh, I got like two more. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I had a three peat weekend earlier this year where I had my first one was at Emerald Isle, uh, mm-hmm. like out at the coast. Uh, the next day I had to be in Raleigh in the morning, and then I had to be past Charlotte the next day. So like I just traveled all the, like across the state for three yeah. days. Yeah, it's tiring, man. It is tough. Hurting. It is tough, bro. It's tough. Best advice if you got back-to-back weddings that I can give somebody. It's like stupid, but it's it's very important. Take your chargers. Like, take your chargers with you. So whenever you're like venues and stuff, just start charging up your batteries. Because, you know, I don't know how many batteries you got, but I got a lot of batteries. And so (laughs) when them jokers die, like, it's going to take a while. And you don't have that much time. So just charge them while you're at places. So, you know. You're all yeah. right the next day. Um, yeah, I do that at every wedding. I always, as soon as I get there, I put a charger on, and as soon as that battery is depleted, pop it in the charger. Yeah, yeah um, that's because you pack light, too. Yeah, I do. Although, guy. one thing I'll say, man, the wedding this past weekend, I, you know, the laser tag wedding, um, I started that at 1045 in the morning with laser Here tag. Here we go. Here we go bragging again. And I stopped <laughs> at, like, 9, I think 913 or so mm-hmm. um, at night. You know how many batteries I used? How many, Aaron? How many? I use one battery, Chaz. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, the Z batteries are this madness. Like, I kept, I kept waiting, like, thinking, like, this thing has got to, like, at some point I was thinking that percentage is going to go, like, doop, and just, like, drop real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, but man, yeah. I, I ended on 4%. And, and that's never, crazy. Yeah, I had the other battery in my pocket thinking, like, I'm going to have to switch any minute for, like, two hours. But and you know just, what? I never did. You know, I've been holding off for this A7S3, and I saw a video yesterday with some of the rumors of the specs. The switching over to your battery, the, the new ba- the new Z batteries, yeah. has the same amount of um, 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 focal points that the um, the three has, like 693 or whatever. Yeah, stupid amount. The same dual SD cards. Mm-hmm. It shoots um, 10-bit 4K at the highest is 30, 30 um, frames per second. Yeah. You don't um, think they'll do 4K60? Oh, no. That's just that's 10-bit. That's just for color grading. Oh, 10 just bit for 10-bit you're talking. Not yeah, 10-bit is, um, that's like digital cinema camera. That's like black yeah. magic that's dope. quality for grading and stuff. Um, um, so just people know. So like 10 and 12-bit is like, like I think you can get like 12, I think you get 10 and 12-bit on the, um, the reds and stuff like that. So that's stepping up there. Yeah, 10-bit is pretty solid. Um, 4K and, like, up to, like, 120, I want to say. That'd be wild. If you want 240, you can get it in HD. This is rumors, um, of course. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all in-body as well. Um, you know, it's and it, they they raise up the megapixels. I think now it's, like, 12-point-something. I think it's up to 15, so it's still a low-light monster. Right, like, they got them big, them big pixels. Yeah, but they're they're they saying the retail is gonna be um thirty five hundred dollars. You think it'll be that high? With those specs? I mean, it would be worth it still. If, yeah, I mean, if, it, if you can do four K one twenty, it's worth it, no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's um, it'd be worth it. But um, 
you know what? I'll be honest. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I just I just went in my Sony Gear talking. Yeah. I just so lost it. I'm sorry. Charging batteries. What to bring with you if you got oh, a 3P? Because yeah. you got one coming up. Yeah, I take like I take a I take a a bag of batteries. <laughs> yeah, just bring like a grocery sack. Or maybe it's some Ziploc bag. baggies. It's like a legit bag. I think I own like <laughs> I probably own probably like sixteen Sony batteries. Man. Yeah, and I change them out after like every main event yep. and multiple times during the reception. Like yep. I'll do prep on like one battery. I do ceremony on like one I've had to change one in the middle of one before. Oh, um that cheap off brand stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, no, I, I'm ready to see what that looks like, man. Well that's the thing, you know, I've got a, a whole pouch of Sony batteries as well. Uh but for that new A seven three I just I've got two. I never even had to use the second one. I don't even know if it works. Hopefully it mm. does. Pure madness. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh let's talk about what we're doing this week, man. Um, not as far as, you know, what we got coming up, but, but our topic here is editing workflow. Um, you know, for me, uh, people seem to think I edit pretty quick. Um, hmm. you know, I have in the past done some editing for other companies and, you know, I'm able to charge a decent rate because I can give you a one day turnaround. Like I'll have it to you this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and people enjoy that, especially people with that backlog monster. Mm. Those those numbers and that value starts ticking up, you know. I'm telling you, boy, you'll like pay anything. You, yeah, if you if you have a wedding, you know that that's been backlogged and it's due tomorrow, and she's asking about it, mm-hmm. to be able to have that to her tomorrow and you ain't got to look at it, that's worth you're something. Paid. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, but let's go through. Do you, now, how do you want to do this, Chaz? Do you want to do me cover all the points, then you cover all the points, or you want to go back and forth for each point? Let's go back and forth for each point to keep um keep the audience um yeah we don't focused. want to be a monologue yeah 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 yeah, yeah. real smooth <laughs> <laughs> smooth jazz over here uh so man so like i'm gonna start out um on importing footage here um i don't import footage and that's my that's my editing workflow tip number one what, what do you mean man you don't import footage so like when you load it like so i use final cut pro 10 um the best. I, I open up uh, Final Cut. I start my library, and you know, make sure it's stored in the right location, uh, which I store externally. Um, then once I have that library ready, I start my project, and title that correctly, and make sure it's in the right location. And then I don't import anything. So I don't like pull up the you know file import, and mm-hmm. you know go through that little menu where you can click it and like do you want proxy or optimized? Right. None of that happens. I'm already on the next the next step. This is pure madness. Yeah. Pure I mean, madness. It sounds like it. Probably people are thinking right now, listening, like, well, this guy clearly don't know what he's doing. That's backwards. Right. Yeah. So what do you do, man? How do you, when you start up, what's, what's happening? <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> um, so when I import stuff, um, nine times out of ten, I'm going to start by using uh, Pluralize mm-hmm. because... A lot of the way that I edit is based off of um, things that were said at like the 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 main moments of the weddings. So what I'll do is I'll bring in all the footage that I want to do a multicam sync with and pluralize. So my full ceremony, 
I also deliver full ceremonies with all of my packages, so yeah. I just have to do it, you know. And Pluralize already syncs it all up for me. So I'll do the um the, the ceremony and I'll do the speeches and I'll make multicam clips, multicam um XML files with Pluralize and then I bring those in yeah. and that's where my editing begins. Um my editing begins with the ceremony edit the speech edits just a multicam yeah um after those are done then i do import all of the other footage and i just i drop everything on the timeline like all of my files you drop all of it just straight up like every single out of all five of my cameras (laughs) i take every single camera every single clip and I drop them all on the same timeline. So in the beginning, I'll have the multicam clip of the um, the ceremony. Then I have the multicam clip of the speeches. And then following that, it's all every single clip that I've recorded. It's on that same timeline. So like today I did it and <laughs> my footage went up to like, I think I had a total of like, um, I think my timeline was nine no, it was it was five hours long. No. It was five hours long, and then if I if I if I selected the clips that I brung in and told it to automatically play at the correct speed to where it plays at the slow mo, mm-hmm. that joke went up to like nine hours, dog. Chaz. Yeah, that's it. We're man. doing different things over here. I told you, man. I told you. I told you we do it differently. But this is why. <laughs> this is why you're super fast, and this is why I'm super slow. But <laughs> hey, as I you know, you learn different tidbits, guys. Like again. Like I said on the last podcast, it's like sitting there with a conversation with two people that, you know, have been in the game, have done different things, you know, similar but different styles. But we we, we both achieve the same results. And that's, you know, some dope stuff. Happy and clients. Happy customers, yeah. That's it, man. Um, so, um, And that's crazy. That stresses me out thinking about that. And I don't yeah. get stressed out. Yeah. But it's it's not as bad as it sounds. It it sounds bad, but it's sounds. not bad. Cause I'm gonna tell you like this. So the way that you do it, you have to look at the clips before you bring them in in your finder, right? Mm-hmm. So you, so you know what it is. I don't do that. I just look at it right there, and I just delete what I don't want, and I chop out what I do want. So I don't I don't play it. I do the mouse skim. So I'm okay. looking across it. If I come across something interesting, I'll play it. And very similar to how you can do it on Premiere, we can do the in and out points and stuff like that. You can do it in Final Cut too. But uh-huh. you can do it the in and out points. I do that and I slice the piece that I want. And yeah. I I um I make that particular piece that I want inactive. So it grays it out. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you hit um, I think it's V. You hit yeah, v. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I do that for the whole thing. So anything that's still active, I just delete it. So I did that. I did that earlier today, and it took me about. It took me like probably took me about three hours to go through everything. Because, but you got to realize that this is four cameras. This isn't just one yeah. camera. It's just four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so, that's crazy. So you know, it's a lot of footage that I'm going through. But at the end of the day, I think I had those um, that five hours of footage down to like twelve minutes of clips. So everything, and the thing with this. I know everything that I've selected is usable. Mm-hmm. I actually titled the project usable footage. Like everything in here I know is A1. Like you might have to stabilize it a little bit. I try not right. to even use that stuff, you know. But um 
everything that I pick out of there is 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 practically usable stuff. So wow, that's my import, man. That's different, man. That's that's different than mine. Um, no, so I'll say that the thing that helps me uh, not having to import these files um, and really not even having to watch them is the way I shoot. Right. Um, so I could combine probably my last four weddings and I couldn't have I wouldn't have five hours of footage. Um, Crazy. Like my my B roll, you know, I would say less than forty five minutes of B roll. Is how much you shoot all day? Yeah. Because you shoot in seconds, right? Yeah. So I, you know, when I pull up my camera, uh, you know, I compose my shot, get it to how I want it to look, push record, wait till that little timer hits four, maybe six seconds, stop record, find something different. Yeah. So I used to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens was I I got into filming like that when I did a lot of um commercial work, but what would happen was when I was editing it and say I say I would shoot something for four seconds when you shoot like um, real estate videos and stuff like that mm-hmm. they say if you're going to do a pan do a pan one way stop come back and do it the reverse way and then stop so what I was doing on a lot of shoots that I would recognize when I was shooting b-roll is instead of me doing it both ways or me making sure it was perfect the first time I would do it one time and stop it. Mm-hmm. And then I would get home later to review the footage. And maybe you ever shot something and he was like, okay, oh man, that's perfect right there. Don't move, don't move. And you moved. Yep. Or you shook or something. Or yep, something. Just, just something real second. minor. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he just messed up the whole shot. Like he might have been right in the middle of that that five seconds that you were shooting in second three. He was like, Achoo. and you moved the camera a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't realize it and you just moved on. He was like, why didn't I do that again? Right. So me now I'm a little more I'm a little more slower with my um my 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 my, my trigger finger that press and record. So but that's just me, you know. Yeah. No, I mean I, I definitely get that and I, I've seen that before. Um but that's why, you know, with my my camera of movements, I try to keep them very organic. Um I rarely do a, a proper slide or you know, a, a proper pan or a tilt, uh, you know, just not things that I'm doing. If yeah. I can keep the camera mostly stable, that's all I care about. Yeah, I noticed um, that a lot with your um, your films. A lot of your stuff is really, it's really um, composition focused. Yeah. And um, that's 100%. really dope. Yeah. I've seen other people, they just, they, they slide in the whole day, man. They got mm-hmm. that slider, boy. That, I bet you that slider's <laughs> hot. They used that took so much. <laughs> I know, man. Well, that's. I was talking to somebody about this er- earlier today. Um, it it becomes like a crutch. People yeah. want to use it just because they have it, mm-hmm. um, instead of thinking like, does this, you know, this shot I'm about to compose here and, and capture, like, does this need a slider, like, to right. tell this story better, right. or or am I just using it because I just pay four hundred dollars for it and I'm going to use right. it because it's right. expensive right. and I have it. Um, the same thing goes for drones, gimbals, steady cams, yeah, gliders, cranes, whatever you got. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure you're using the right tool for the job and not yeah. just using it because you have the tool. Yeah, I definitely um I was thinking the other day how I I have certain particular shots that I use certain things for. Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of get away from it because it's becoming like a 
it's becoming very um what do you call it cookie cutter yeah i think that's the phrase mm-hmm. to where this is like i was i was taking the steals from a lot of my my um videos and you know the first dance i'm always on a gimbal of some sort which is cool but i think i want to change something about that yeah you know. stay creative and fresh yeah i like that yeah yeah so. i think everybody runs into that though right. um you know just as far as like your habits go right um but you know looking at this next one organization mm-hmm. uh man this is key right. uh this is very key for me uh and i've noticed it is for you because i've seen some of your folders right um i organize everything from each camera uh, which is usually just the one but i do have other cameras for ceremony and toasts Mm-hmm. Um, I organize it by camera and event. Right. So like, you know, for my A7 III, I've got A7 III prep, A7 III ceremony, A7 yeah. III cocktail hour, A7 III reception, A7 III exit, whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, when I, because I don't import footage, I know when I pull up that folder that I open that and any shot in there is usable. Right. Um, because it's just how I shoot. Like if right. I don't shoot something that's not usable. Now, I'm not saying I got like a 100% success rate. Like, you know, I'm not Steven Spielberg out here. Right. Um, But I have a reasonable success rate to where most times the most I'll ever do to a clip is trim a little off the front or the back, Mm -hmm. Um, which is fine with me. That doesn't take but a couple of, you know, seconds in Final Cut anyway. Um, But man, I couldn't I couldn't say, you know, how important organization is more than I can now. Um, But it's, it's definitely key. Because I've, you know, like I said, I've done some editing for other people, and you know when you just get it, like a a hard drive, and you you open it up and it's like, video, <laughs> and you open it up and it's just clips. You don't know what's what. There's different cameras yeah. in here, yeah. and it takes so much time to go back and organize it. At that point, mm-hmm. I just organize it when I transfer it to the hard drive. Right. Yeah. Me too. Um, Me too. You know, based on each camera, you know, I'll make my folders and just drop them where they belong. Um, and man, if, if it wasn't for that, it would take me 10 times longer to edit if I don't know what I'm looking at right when I get there. So how do you, how do you organize inside of the project though? Not on the external. I mean, once it gets to the timeline, are you, do you organize, are you thinking in your head how you're going to lay things out or is stuff kind of scattered and you're moving it and placing Mm -mm. it here and there? How do you do that? No, I don't, I, I don't know if I ever move clips. Um, so like the whole time I'm editing and so my process starts, um, and this is kind of on the next, next topic, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um, my process starts. So I I start my project and I do option W, uh, which is, you know, the little placeholder bar, Mm -hmm. um, that's just blank space. I cut that to three frames, delete the rest. So I've got three frames of blank space, just blackness. Um, and that's where I'll put my music. I start my music there. Mm-hmm. Um, now my music doesn't always stay there. I may slide it over, you know, once the the story's coming together. Right. Um, but this whole time, you know, I've got in my head what I want this story to be, um, and you know, I just lay it out as I go. You know, I build the wall. You know, like a brick here, brick here, brick here, brick here. Like I already know, like what kind of brick I want. You know, just moving throughout the the video. That's dope. So like a lot of times, you know, if it's a if it's a really fun reception, uh, you know, it's been you know maybe it looks really good or people are just really having a, a good time, I'll start the video with reception. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll just 
boom, 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 and just create this story. So like the it's overlaying like man these people are having a good time and that sets the expectation expectation for the whole video right. of man this is going to be a good time. Right. Um, but you know as far as organization inside the timeline, I don't do any. I just build the story there. The timeline yeah. is only my story building zone. Right. Uh, and I don't use it for anything else. That's dope. That's um, dope. Every, everything else is mostly mental um, as far as that goes. That's what about dope. you? How do you organize? Man, when I was younger, I used to smoke a lot of weed, so my memory ain't as good as yours, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm not retaining a lot from, from weddings um, unless I get right on it. But what I do, like I told you, my first thing I do is edit the full ceremony mm-hmm. and the main and the speeches. Nine times out of ten, that's where your story's going to come from. Yeah, definitely. Um, Unless they have a card reading or something, but, you know, that's not... I'm not going to say it's not common. It just doesn't happen a lot with the weddings that I get. Yeah. So no, what it I do doesn't, is, um, doesn't happen a lot for me either. Yeah. Um, I wish it did happen more, though. Right. Um, so what I do is I, I, after I've edited the the ceremony and the speeches, I've already heard what I want to be the story for my videos. Mm-hmm. So because it's a multicam, I can take sections out that are already edited and drop them on a timeline. So remember when I told you I drop everything on this one particular timeline? Yeah. I take out the pieces of the ceremony and the speeches that I want and I delete the rest. Right. And sometimes I'll, I detach the audio from that and I'll lay the B-roll, all my B-roll shots, all the good stuff that's at the back of the the, the timeline that I've already went through. Mm-hmm. I start laying that on top of my speeches or, or whatever, however I'm pacing this story based off of that audio. Yeah. And then after I get that, after I get my speeches, after I get my speeches, I go to my music. And then I get my music going well with, you know, the story. And then right. I place the B-roll in the appropriate places based off of that. So yeah. um, that's, that's pretty much. Yeah, that's that's basically that's that's that kind of hits on how my organization works and my creating of the story. Yeah. So my story um, you know, I'll just go ahead and move on to the next one. Were you going to say something else there? Uh, no. Okay, I don't cool. Think so. I didn't mean to cut you off, dude. Sorry. No, it's cool. <laughs> uh, my, my story is all about emotion because that's what I'm selling. Um, I'm selling emotion to my couples. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that starts with music. Um, and every one of my videos that anyone has ever seen starts with music. And from there... Like my, like the organization part, you know, when you do your multi-cam clips, you know, you're, you're re-listening to those speeches, um, which is what I do, but I, I kind of just remember the parts of the speeches that I want from the wedding. Right. Um, and so like, I, I just know like, Hey, I remember, you know, the best man when he was giving this toast about halfway through, he got to this point where I was like, all right, this is my spot. You know, like mm-hmm. when I'm at the wedding, I'm thinking like, this is my story. Mm-hmm. Um, or whether it be the, the toast or the you know, the ceremony audio, or if we have a letter reading, just whatever it is, I know, like, when I'm hearing it, I just kind of make a mental note, like, okay, yeah. this is this well, is where this, my story's at. This is good. This is good stuff. Yeah, this is the good stuff. And then the yeah. rest, I just, yeah. I forget about because it's not worth holding on to. Right. Um, and that's, that's where the building of my story starts, is the music, and then adding those key audio bits. Because really, and we'll get into this more in a later episode, um... 
you know, telling a story in five minutes or less is not easy mm-hmm. um, because you don't have much time and you've got to use that time wisely to develop your characters and, you know, use like the proper sequences to make this thing make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, some people will look at my videos and be like, well, this doesn't make sense because it's not linear. Um, right. But I don't, I don't do linear videos. I do story-based videos. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, if in the toast, uh, you know, the best man saying how him and the groom, you know, used to always play pranks on each other and have a good time. You know, if I've got a video of them doing that, a B-roll shot of them doing anything related to that, that's what's going there. Mm-hmm. Because that, that drives that point home visually. Mm-hmm. Um, With the audio, Uh, I could care less if it was the day after, if it was something they sent me from their cell phone, whatever it is. If I've got that clip, that's what I'm going to use. Just because it it links the the story, like audio, visually, and it just, it creates that, you know, that nice flow. Um, So, yeah, I I don't do linear stuff, really. I mean, sometimes, you know, I'll get linear, but just because that's how it rolls. Right, right. but yeah, dude, like, that's how my whole story process goes, is, you know, you, I always start with the music, then I start with dialogue. Um, I use the dialogue to build the characters and to show the relationships. So, for example, I had a wedding um, last year where the bride's father had passed away and mm-hmm. when she was younger. And so her and her mother had, like, this really strong, unique relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew at this wedding... Like, when I was filming, her mother gave, like, this toast that was, like, man, it makes you want to cry, like, when you're hearing it. Yeah. Um, because you can just see all of their struggles, you know, like, throughout life and, you know, the bonds they've made and, like, the hardships they've went through. But they've done this as a team. Mm-hmm. So I already know, like, this girl, like, this is the root of her video because this is her story. Right. Um, so, you know, I know I'm going to start with that. And then I'm just going to link it together that way. I'm using this this toast as my main storyline, and everything else is going, you know, around that um, and fitting that topic. <clears throat> um, and then, you know, that's just an example, uh, but that's how I create my stories: is music, dialogue, and then use that dialogue to build the characters and then visually support it. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, and you know, from what I've learned in storytelling, I can't remember the name of this book, but I have a really good script writing book. Um, which I don't write scripts, obviously, because that wouldn't work for a live event. Um, but when I'm telling the story, you know, I have a beginning, you know, an introduction that sets the tone and kind of establishes things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have a middle uh, where the climax usually happens, um, whether, you know, the climax may be the, the first kiss, it may be the exit, uh, it might be, you know, some weird tradition they, they had. Not weird, but you know what I mean, like some unique tradition. Right. Um, and then after that, I don't try to hold the story out too long um, because from what I've learned is that when you are telling a story, after the climax, you want to wrap it up as quick as possible. Right. Um, you don't want to linger around because then it makes people bored. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know, I mean, you've probably seen those wedding videos that like, you know, you're at 45 seconds and you've already seen the whole wedding and they got six more minutes left coming right. of just nonsense. What's left? Yeah, <laughs> and it's right. just like they just threw some extra clips, and you're like, all right, we'll just watch this for a little while. Yeah. Um, but I try not to do that. Um, you know, I try to just really craft a story that works for the couple and works to represent their life and their family. 
you know, it's crazy is I, that's the way you edit weddings is the way that I edit, um, um, commercials and documentaries. Yeah. Because I need something outside of the dialogue at first that drives me. So it's mm-hmm. normally the music. Like yeah. I, I've, I've gotten a vibe for this particular company or this particular interview or this particular documentary that I'm working on. And I need the music that fits. And it's normally the hardest part to find. Oh, it is. But I once spend, I find it, it's just boom, 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 boom. Everything else is just like yeah. clockwork. If I'm being honest, man, I probably spend almost half of my editing time searching for the right song. Yeah. Yeah, I um, used to do that. Because it's just got to be right for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, was it last week I was doing a highlight? And I sat there probably like six hours looking at songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just clicking like next. That's not the one. Next. That's not the one. Next. No, nah, that's probably not it either. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a waste of time sometimes. But, you know, that's my that's my biggest hang up yeah. is not being able to select the right song because I just want it to be like the right one, you know? Right, right, right. Um, yeah. And I know I know you you you're always on the search for music. And, <laughs> you know, I used to do that. I used to with mm-hmm. um before I got into weddings, you know, I used to do a lot of like promos and stuff like that. So I would always search for music and search and search and search. But um with weddings, man, and you know, people have different feelings about it, you know, it is what it is. But I have like a a wedding music folder, like I don't yeah. mind recycling music. Like mm-hmm. I don't. And you know, some people don't. Like I know you don't, but I don't. I'm just kind of like, um, yeah, I really like this song for this couple. Let's roll with it. And like, I'm, I'm <laughs> man, that's crazy. I would no. So I mean, me and you have had this conversation before, but I feel like, um, you know, like when I pull up a song that I've already used for someone else, like that's their story. That's their song. Yeah. Crazy thing. I got, the, I got the idea from, um, Craig Adams on, um, wedding film school. He's the one that originally put the idea in my head to recycle songs. Yeah. A lot of mm. guys say, like, make a folder with, like, wedding music and just recycle it because you're going to take forever to find music again and again and again. So, yeah, Peep Game, if you recycle music, you already can do a highlight in four hours. But because you were looking for this one particular song for six hours, now your edit is going down to 10 <laughs> hours. So your hourly rate has went from $100 an hour to now $10 an hour. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's just, I can't do it, man. Like, I don't know. There's too much emotion in it for me. You know, when I'm making that story, yeah. like, that song is their song. Like, then I'm going to be thinking about a different couple when I'm listening to this. Not that's, me. Just, <laughs> that's not how I roll. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Um, I love my couples. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we could probably talk like 10 more episodes on creating story. And I'm sure yeah. we'll do more you know, in the future on that, but I don't want to take up all of our time, yeah. um, you know, harping on the same one. But so then, so man, the, tell us, tell us, um, tell us what are some of your finalizing things that you do after you've already created the story? What are some of the final things that you do um, before you go into like exporting? And then matter of fact, just roll into how you export your videos as well and how you send them off to clients. Yeah. So here's what I do. <clears throat> um, once I have my whole story done, you know, I've got my beginning, my middle, my end. I'm happy with how it feels. Um, then that's when I decide how am I going to color this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do a lot of heavy color grading uh, or a lot of stylized color grading um, just because it's not it's not really my style. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people do, and they make a lot of money doing it. 
Um, but just for whatever reason, I just don't prefer that. Um, I prefer mostly a traditional look. Um, I like it a little underexposed for a good portion of it. Mm -hmm. um, just because I think a lot of people fall into a trap of thinking that everything needs to be exposed like a photograph. Right. Um, instead, like, you know, watch like a Batman movie and, right. you know, see how many shots are what we would consider way underexposed because you right. can't see nothing. Right. Um, but it but it lends to the story and I'm okay right. with that. Um, so once I've got once I've got all that, uh, then I go back and, you know, work on my color. Uh, usually it doesn't take very long, uh, maybe mm -hmm. an hour, uh, maybe an hour and a half. Right. And <clears throat> so I go through my whole timeline, you know, match everything up and, you know, to the color I've decided on going with. Mm -hmm. um, I don't use LUTs. I color each clip individually. Right. And from there, you know, I usually watch it through mm -hmm. um, the whole video, you know, with the color and everything. Uh, make sure there's nothing I missed. Make sure the audio sounds right. Right. Um, you know, especially in relation to the music, like I don't want the levels to be like, can you hear what they're saying? Or right. if it's like, man, it just sounds like they're talking in quiet. Right. Um, you know, I want to make sure it's the, you know, everything sounds good. And once I'm happy with that on that watch through, you know, if there's something that needs changing, I'll stop it. I'll change it. And, you know, when I'm happy with the watch through file, share, master file, boom, Done. it's exporting. Yeah. So after that three minutes it takes to export. Um, you know, I usually go, I don't know, maybe I'll grab a beer or, nice. you know, just go check on the kids, see what, see what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, come back down and I uploaded to Vimeo, um, mm -hmm. which I'm thinking about changing over to MediaZilla. I've heard some good things about it. Uh, mm -hmm. I just haven't, haven't really got around to it yet. Yeah. Um, so I pull up Vimeo, upload, you know, that's another probably 10 minutes. Um, once it's uploaded on Vimeo, I select my thumbnail that I want for it, and I send it to the customer straight from the Vimeo link. And I tell them, uh, you know, I've noticed a lot of people, I know me and you talked about this too, I think. Um, I don't ever present the film in a way that makes it feel unfinished. Mm -hmm. um, so I never present a film where I'm looking for feedback. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm never like, you know, let me know how you feel about this. Right. Like we had this and this, you know. Yeah, I just never, it's never even a thing. Um, like, usually the way I present it is, you know, hey, so-and-so, you know, finally, you know, have everything wrapped up on your video. I'm in love with it, especially X part. Um, so I'll, I'll always list a part that I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of set the foundation in a positive way. Right. Um, That's dope. Yeah, so I'll be like, you know, hey, Chaz, like, just want to let you know I'm wrapped up on your video. Everything looks really good. And man, I just I really enjoyed the way, you know, that you reacted to the bride when she was walking down the aisle. You know, mm -hmm. that's something you guys are gonna cherish forever. And I'll say, you know, once you've had a moment to watch it, you know, contact me back and I'll walk you through the rest of the process as far as receiving uh, everything finalized. That's dope. Um, and I don't say finalized, but receiving everything. Mm -hmm. um, and once they watch it <clears throat> and they love it, then I will you know, instruct them that they can download from the Vimeo link if they wish, share mm -hmm. it with however they want. Um, but I'll also be mailing them a USB drive, you know, a physical copy. So, you mm. know, they'll have that for safekeeping. Mm. Um, and then they're like, oh my gosh, like, it's the best decision we ever made. Thank you so much. Right. I'm crying right. already, you know, whatever. Um, and that's it, man. That's the whole process of an Edward Atwell film. 
Dope. Yeah. That's dope. What about you? Um, mine's somewhat similar. Um, weird enough, I actually, I actually, um, while I'm creating the story, and I've been doing this for years, I color grade as I create. Mm-hmm. Like once I, I feel confident in something, I'm I'm correcting the color and grading it right then. Yeah. Because I've always been the type to. Once I'm done with it, I'm done with it. Like, I don't really want to watch it anymore because I've already watched it 3,000 times because practically every clip I add, <laughs> I go back a little bit and I play it through. How does this yeah. fit? Okay, that fits good. And so and so and so. So um, once I pretty much get to the end, man, like you said, it's about audio. I'm checking my levels, making sure everything's good, normalized. Um, nothing's peaking too bad. I might throw a limiter to pick to or a particular EQ on it or something. Um, um, maybe some letterboxing, some letterboxing action, mm-hmm. and I'll watch it one final time. <clears throat> after that, after that gets the green light from me, um, like you said, I do the master file, um, or I send it to compressor. Depending on the video and how big it is, I might export it in 4K. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not 4K, but just to get a little bit more, um, to me it just looks a little better. Um, right. But I, I export in 4K using compressor. Once that's done, I watch the video one more time, like undisturbed from start to finish, mm-hmm. just to see if there's any minor tweaks. Like, like I don't know if this ever happened to you, but you might have, you might have been moving a frame or something, and you got like one frame. That's a yep. gap. Yep. It's like a flash, a black, real fast. <laughs> yep, I've seen that. Real fast. You don't really catch it, but you got to be like, hold on, what was that? And yeah. you wind it, and you look, and it was like, one, it was a, exactly one frame that it wasn't connected. Yeah, and, and it was like um, the frame that you blinked on when you were exporting. Right, right. <laughs> and so you just look for those little things. Once that gets the green light, man, I ask my old lady, hey, watch this for me. Yeah, I do She'll the say, same oh, thing. it looks good, blah, blah, blah. And after that, man, um, matter of fact, I got my Google Drive set up to where my folder that my compressor or Final Cut exports to, it automatically starts backing up to my Google Drive. Right. So once that's done, once the export is done and it's been backed up on Google Drive, I'll go into Google Drive. I'll change the settings of my sharing so anybody that has the link can view it without like even signing in or anything. <clears throat> Copy and paste that joker. Send an email. Hey, I love the video. I hope you love it as well. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the link. Send it off. Oh, my God. I love it. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm done with it, man. Um, yep. You have to pay me extra for me to send you a USB, a DVD, or an external. <laughs> um, that's just the way the game goes. Uh, yeah, other than sure. that, you're going to get a digital download. So, and after that's that, sure. man, it's just it's on to the next one. Yeah. You know, something else I do, and I don't know why I do this. I'm just like a little obsessive, I think. Uh, if that's the right word for it, I but when it. I send you, yeah, <laughs> when I send the couple the video, and I've they've acknowledged that they've received the the file, mm-hmm. um, so usually I do this. Actually, most of them are on Facebook, on Facebook Messenger when I deliver mm-hmm. them, um, just because usually with my brides, uh, I don't I don't do a lot of texting with them, right. um, but usually they'll communicate with me on Facebook Messenger. Um, 
you know, just chatting or like telling me funny things that are, may happen at the wedding or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I just find it's an easy way to communicate. Um, now, initially, of course, I do a FaceTime call with everyone, um, you know, because I like to meet people. And a lot of mine is traveling, so FaceTime is the easiest option. Yeah. Um, but once I receive that little face down there in the bottom corner, the little profile picture that says they've seen it, mm -hmm. I'll click the video and I'll watch it. So I'm watching it with them. Mm. Uh, I don't know why I do this, but I do it. And then once I finish, I always like to see how quick they respond. Oh, um, to, you know, see how excited they were. Because uh, I know we're going to start it at the same time. Because, I mean, let's be honest, if you just got your wedding video back, you're not going to probably be like, oh, thanks. Like, you know, next week we got some free time. You're probably just going to click it right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I do, man. I watch it and I just wait for that response. Yeah. Uh, and that response is gratifying to me. I love to, you know, get that response. I do. That just brought up a quick question. I know we got to end this real quick, but um, yeah. How fast do you send your finished video? Like how soon after I'm done with it? Yeah. Uh, so it depends. Uh, generally, right, right away. Um, like how fast is right away? Like once Vimeo says your video is live. Um, I. I mean, I mean, late. so after you shot the wedding. Like, how long does it take you to deliver, rather? Um, it depends on what they're getting. A highlight, um, you know, sometimes a week, two weeks. Yeah. Um, if it's a wedding I don't really want to work on, just because I wasn't feeling it, because it was boring, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll, I'll get up there Yeah. in, yeah. in the yeah. weeks. Uh, and, you know, my, my contract is a 10-week delivery time. Yeah, mine's is up to nine. Yeah, um, so sometimes I'll... I'll wait till that ninth week to even look at it. Yeah. The only reason why I ask this is, guys, just keep in mind, there's something I learned in the very beginning. Um, after a wedding comes a honeymoon. I don't know mm -hmm. if you remember that or not, but um, <laughs> some people don't go on honeymoons to places in the States. Some people go on places, um, cruises, stuff like that, over different countries. So they might not have service so as bad as you want to deliver it you know in two days or whatever they might not get it until next yeah, week so keep that point. in mind because i've sent down highlights and i was like in the corner biting my nails because nobody would reply and they were like oh hey we love the video we just got on the airplane from the cruise <laughs> oh okay right. that's why you I know what's reply. funny man and this is the only one i've had in all my wedding films um, I had a wedding this March, um, really high-end wedding, uh, beautiful, I mean, everything was great. Um, I still haven't heard back from them on their video. Um, oh, now, yeah. contractually, it's over now because I get five days, you know, if there's any technical errors. Um, but, like, I mean, we had a blast on the wedding day. Mm -hmm. um, I sent the wedding video, and they didn't even watch it until this month. Um, this is October. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, it's not always the case where they're watching it right away, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. Because finally, you know, I sent her the link and said, you know, my my normal thing. Um, and then earlier this month, she sent me a text and was like, hey, what was that link again? Like, we've got our family over and we're ready to watch our video. And I'm what like, in the world? it's been it's been nearly seven months. Like, how yeah. have you not seen it? It's 10 minutes. Like, just sit, sit down and look at it. Yeah. It might be eight minutes. I don't even know how long it is. It might be eight. Um, I hate those couples. It's just like, how have you not had time? Like, I see you posting on Instagram. All the but, time. 
right? So maybe it's just not as important for some people, you know, that don't, maybe right. they don't value it as much. Right. Yeah. But I've got it, couples that I haven't heard anything from and I don't care. <laughs> like, no. it is what it is. Yeah. It's over so, now. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Well, you know, that's pretty much my editing workflow. And, you know, if anybody has questions or, you know, want me or Chaz to elaborate more on how we're doing things, um, or maybe even get like, a, you know, a live edit going, you know, from start to finish or, you know, some kind of training video to just show the overview of our process. Let us know. Um, you know, we'll get on those things for you guys. Uh, yeah. Chaz, what else do you got for them today? Oh, man. Again, I got nothing, brother. I got nothing. I spill all my beans on every episode. <laughs> I leave nothing there. Just leave, leave it out I'll on the table, there. on the field. Yeah, man. That's it, man. I like it. Well, man, as always, you know, we want everybody, you know, like, comment, subscribe, uh, send us your questions, send us what you need to know, uh, how you want to know it, who you want to hear. Um, we got some, some more episodes coming up. Uh, we got some guests that are going to be coming in uh, and joining the show, talking about some different topics. Um, but yeah, as always, you guys have a good night. We look forward to talking to you again. Peace.